and what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association Podcast, episode 132 today. Week 5 recap, week 6 preview for the football league. Join alongside me tonight, Commissioner Brandon Kurtzman, guest, special guest, uh, former champion, reigning champion, champion, current, current, current champion, reigning champion, uh, Mikey Gargano, and my father, Tommy Savaro, who's lurking in the background, I assume joins up at some point during the pod. Kurtzman, how are we doing tonight? Doing well. Double pod tonight. Um, interesting week of games. Some teams making moves. Other teams kind of falling behind the pace. Some teams we wouldn't have expected to be falling behind the pace are falling behind the pace. Um, but still, four games left in the season. A lot of moves still to be made. But if you're at the bottom of the standings, you better start racking up some wins because I don't know how many is going to get you in the playoffs. Could be three, could be four, but running out of time. Mikey, how you doing tonight? Doing well. Can't complain. Just watched the Jets get beat up. Yeah. <laughs> played our Bear Down basketball game tonight. I played a little hobbled. Bear Down basketball. Win. If uh, you're listening, if you're listening to the football podcast because you listen to the basketball podcast, make sure to subscribe. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to subscribe. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Film will be up. All right, let's go to the recap. Kurtzman, do you have the games on your phone? Actually, I do. Um, first game of the day, nine a.m. We'll talk about. Um, Iowa versus Penn State. Iowa wins 18-8. to And once again, for the fifth week in a row, mm. Penn State offense Can't score. cannot score. Um, five weeks in, Dan Dexter, zero touchdown throws. Wow. Touchdown throws, zero? Zero. That's um, a crazy stat. It's, it's, listen, it's a combination of him not playing well, but team not looking great. Um Felt like they were a little out of it early when Iowa took a little bit of a lead. Um, not sure if the confidence in the offense is waning due to the fact that they just can't put points on the board. Um, but it's been a, it's been a rough season so far for the Penn State team. I feel like they weren't blocking that well. I know the field conditions were a little eh, but everyone's playing on the same field. So um, I just feel like the Penn State team, their heart, the heart isn't there. I'm not seeing the energy, the emotion, the the want, and the will to like go out there and just perform at a high level. Um, as for Iowa, they look pretty good in this game. Sam Allen was moving the ball up and down the field. Got Jarwar super involved. Um, didn't have Mikey in his ear. Didn't have Mike, didn't have Mikey in his ear. Sam Allen comes out with a really good game plan in a game that he knew he needed to win between two one-win teams. Um, and yeah, they were able to get the job done. I really felt like. Sam Allen came in with a better game plan than he did against you guys the week prior and was able to execute at a high level. Um, Sam finally didn't take that many sacks in the game. I feel like he was like the the most sacked quarterback um, to my stats that I somewhat take of te- the quarterbacks <laughs> that are getting sacked. Um, but it felt like Sam was getting sacked a lot, and this week he was able to get rid of the ball fast, get it out to his receivers. Uh, everyone, Ivino scored again. Sean had a couple catches. Um, Jarwell, like I said, was a monster in this game. Overall, great game. Uh, they played really good defense. They basically held. They basically shut out Penn State. Held them to zero points basically through I don't know forty minute game. Probably like thirty two ish minutes. I was just gonna ask, was it a, was it like a close? Game oh no no no! Like... It was eighteen. It got to eighteen okay. nothing. I, not, I don't know if by halftime, but by early in the second half, and like I said, Penn State just looked out of it. Matt Mascara throws the only touchdown of the day. Uh, an absolute bomb to Johnny Elite, who mossed. I think Zach Bilheimer made a crazy catch, scores touchdown. So it's like. Yeah. Is Matt Mascara a quarterback? He did play quarterback in high school. Dan Dexter. Could go play receiver. There's an option there, dude. 
you're a freak athlete. And especially I because, mean, especially because um, you have zero touchdown missing, passes, and they're missing Emmerich, who's supposed to come in and be their number one receiver. Hasn't played at all this season. You could fill. Uh, Johnny Elite, uh, Ralph McFadden, uh, <laughs> just guys that new guys to the league that I, I don't know if they're not getting open or running lazy routes or whatever it is. But the offense obviously isn't working the way it's working. Ready? I'm here's not... here's, the, here's the answer. You have a kid who played high school quarterback on your team. You haven't thrown a touchdown pass the entire season. You obviously make the switch. Yeah, or for Dan Dexter, I mean, obviously everybody knows your game plan. Like everybody knows that you're going out there and you want to run the ball. Like. And you he still you have to throw the ball to open up your run game, you know? Like, if everybody knows that you're running the ball and we stack inside of the box, like, we're rushing a fourth because we know that you're running the ball. Like, it's an easy game plan. We can man up your guys because we know that you're not throwing the ball. Not we because we haven't played, but, like, but like you're saying any, I'm saying yeah, we as in anybody in yeah. the league, you know? Like, you, you have to be able to throw the ball to be able to run the ball. So, I mean, what do they have, 50 points this year scored? Maybe. I think, yeah, my team has let up, I think my team has let up less points than his team has scored. Like that's if not, it's very close. Like that's um, not good. No, it's not good. And, and we've listen. I've said it almost every week on the pod that their offense hasn't been, is just struggling to find any type of rhythm, any type of um, consistency. Oh my god. Um, and I just feel like that if they're gonna make the turnaround, they have a game less than everybody else played, so they have a little more time than other teams that have one win at this oh, point because okay. they didn't play. They didn't play in week two against me. We're gonna have to make that game up at some point yeah, because no one can play at twelve o'clock. Um, so they have a little more time. They have an extra game than a lot of most of the other teams left to play. So I just think that if if you want to give it one more go, Dan Dexter, go for it. But I think at some point, I'm not gonna say put your pride to the side, but like make the switch. I mean, if it's better for the team, do it. Yeah, like I think I think the offense could just use a jolt, like you just use a spark of some sort, and um, you just haven't been able to find the rhythm that you found the last couple weeks of the season last year. And uh, listen, you're struggling, you try to kind of switch it up, make something happen. Um, hey man, I don't even think it's a pride thing. I think it's a matter of wanting to win. You yeah. know, if you got a kid back there, put yourself in the best position. And, yeah, and you're you're a better athlete on the outside than anybody that you have out there. I mean, why not make the switch? It's that's their decision to find out uh, mm-hmm. if they're going to do it. Um, talk about Iowa a little bit because yeah. they did win the game. They looked super impressive after the blowout loss to you guys the week prior. I thought um, Sam Allen looked good. Was getting rid of the ball. Uh, better decision making on his part. Um, just getting rid of the ball quick, I think, is good for Sam Allen. He is able to make guys miss in the backfield, but like I said, he was taking a lot of sacks that were somewhat detrimental to his offense early in drives. Um, but yeah, no, I really like. I listen. I've raved, I think I've raved about Iowa on the pod most weeks this season. Um, I still like their team. They have a good offensive line. They have good receivers. They lose Billheimer for the season. I was just about to say. They that. have a permanent sub of Johnny Samarco slash Paul Ferrali. One of those two will be subbing every week. Each week, yeah, one of those two. What about um, Billheimer? He fractured his finger playing for my yeah. team in the G League. Actually, oh, made an amazing flag grab, and then he goes, "Should I play?" He goes, "Oh my no. god!" He goes, "Should no. I play?" <laughs> We're like, "No, dude, go to the hospital." That's um, horrible. But yeah, so be- best wishes to Zach Billheimer. Hope to see him back in the league in the spring, but. Uh, this Iowa team gets their second win of the season, puts themselves in good position with four games to go to, get themselves into the playoffs, and hopefully make a little bit of a run. Um, I like I like Sam Allen-led squads, and they were good. Um, I have, you know, scored a touchdown, and like I said, the rest of the guys, uh, Jarwar, Sean, um, were able to get involved and keep the offense moving. I don't have the stats to me. I'm sorry. I came straight from Bear Down Basketball, so bear with me. I know we just got out some half a days, got top fives coming out tomorrow. Yeah, bear with me. No pun intended. Um, but yeah, 18-8 final for Iowa. Iowa trending in a nice direction. 
and Penn State trending in the wrong direction. I will say another thing about Penn State, their flag grabbing outside of CO was not very good. So oh, speaking speaking of CO, we need to get CO on that offense. Whether you get him on the offensive line and you make him your leaker, you get him in a slot and you let him block, you put him in a tight end position, it doesn't matter. I don't care if you don't if you don't think that he's the best receiver, if you don't think that he's the best blocker, he's one of your best players. Yes. And you need your best players on the field when you guys are not winning games. And he is top three on your team. Yeah, you drafted him in the fourth round for a reason. He should be playing. I, like I was saying to uh, someone, I'm like, my top four picks, you're probably playing the entire game. Or almost Spoke, the Paul end. Carter, me, Damian. Play Do the not come game. off the field. Yeah, that's PJ Angst, that comes off the field because he's gassed all the time, and I let him take a couple plays. <laughs> but yeah, I just think you, yeah, that, your best player's got to play the majority field. of the game. I think CO needs to be in on both sides, whether it's trench work, like you said, or even just putting him out there. He's an athlete. He plays flag football a he's lot. A, he's a dog. Yeah, not only an athlete. Like, you need a dog on Energy. your team, and you guys don't have a dog right now because you get, you're taking CO off the field. You're letting him rest, and you're letting him get angry about the team. You know, like you're not getting him on the field when he should be on the field every single play. Yep. Simple as that. All right, so we said a lot about Penn State. Iowa comes out with the big win, 18-8, and uh, they looked, I thought they looked good. Yeah. So hopefully after the big loss, they can keep that train rolling. Let's go to the next game of the day, which was... Oh, I ref this game. Oaks Jordan versus Boston College. Boston College for the third straight week. Oh, no. Third week in four weeks without Trevor Garland. Still hurt. Third different quarterback played third for them. Chris Valinati steps in and plays quarterback. Val, um, baby. One thing I want to say. Boston College comes up to me before the game, asks me, what should we do? I you said, should. it doesn't look like... I said, you should put Mike Levo behind center. And you guys should run behind you, the two Cocker brothers. Because at this point in the game, Red didn't show up on time. So they were outside of Santiago. They weren't that beefy on the defensive line. So I said, you guys should just run Michael Leva behind him, Do get the best player of the ball, and just let him go. Do Chris, they have the other kid? No, Chris Hunter also Chris wasn't Hunter, there. No. So, like... They were they were they were undermanned on the defensive line or undersized I should say, mm -hmm. and I felt like that's what they should have done. But they decided to roll with Valinati, and they got off to a hot start. They were up twelve nothing in the first four minutes of the game or five minutes of the game, and I thought, oh, I guess I was wrong. Like maybe Chris Valinati's got this. Um, but throughout it all, Jarak throws four interceptions, but somehow runs for 188 <laughs> yards in two touchdowns, throws two more touchdowns, gets the big win, 24-18. Um, Oaksterdam, they just kind of stayed with it. Every time Jarrah kind of threw, threw a turnover, they were just like, all right, we're back on defense. we got to make a play. Like, Jaden Ferdinand had two interceptions in this game. Uh, last round pick for Oaksterdam. Made some big plays. Liam scored a touchdown. Um, I just felt like Boston College definitely had their opportunities to win this game. Like I said, Jarrah threw four interceptions. So th those are extra possessions that they weren't able to capitalize on. Um, this game ended in a very. I was just about to say we very, just no 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 we are did. so in a <laughs> so I kind of I kind of fucked up a little bit but at the same time at I the don't same know what this kid was doing at the same time okay so last play of the game Valnati throws up a duck not even close to anybody yeah. this kid Jaden intercepts the ball I'm counting the clock down like three two one and I go game over I should have just no, said zero he goes that's the game. <laughs> But, like, the last play hadn't well, ended. Well, the play is still going on. So I'm an asshole, and I did that. So then the kid just throws the ball up in the air. Boston College catches it, so it's a, it's a live ball. And they literally get stopped on the one-yard line, almost tied the game up. With, Liam Knoll with a last Liam Knoll's with a literally a one, <laughs> on the one-yard line flag grab to, to seal the game. Oh, my God. It was the craziest 
20 oh seconds I've ever God. been a part of in the league. I will take the blame for it because I should have just let the play run and not said anything. It's because I was counting the clock out so that they knew that I wasn't um, you said, like shorting and, them. You said, or, and that's the game. Yeah, he was running the, He was running it back for a touchdown, and then he just stopped and threw the ball up in the air. So, like, like it was the weirdest thing ever. I'm happy that they didn't lose over it because I would have felt like a dick. Um I still do it for that matter. That is fucking crazy. But um, no, honestly, this game was very sloppy. I thought they should have. I thought uh, even with Rhett there for Oaksterdam, I feel like Boston College should have ran the ball more with Val and I like designed runs. They kind of only ran them in like inside like the five or inside the five of the uh, first down. They ran a couple times, but outside of that, they were kind of letting Val and I drop back and try to make plays. Mike Oliva caught two touchdowns. Um, Oliva's been doing... I can't believe Oliva with, like, four different quarterbacks is still able to do what he's He's like DeAndre Hopkins. He is a DeAndre Hopkins. I was about to say, dude, Oliva just keeps showing out. Don't, Every who, week he's... Who are you throwing back there? C-Val? C.J. Brown, Brown, Don't matter. Garland. Uh, uh, Throw him the ball. Big Mac, don't matter. Get yeah. him the ball. He's scoring. It's, <laughs> unbelie- no, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. No, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And I said, I, I was doing the stats, and I'm like, wow, another two for him. Like, he does it every week with anyone throwing him the football. So, Mike Oliva keeps balling out for this team. I hate that they haven't had Trevor for three out of five games this year. It's just it sucks for their team because they like if Trevor was at this game, you have to think that they would have won with Drock throwing four interceptions. Like I have to think the offense would have scored a little more points and would have been able to win the game. Um or at least game managed it a little better. How do you let up four interceptions and then still let How do you get four interceptions? TJ Brown had three of them. Did C Val have a bunch of interceptions too? Like he threw two. But one of them was at the end of yeah, the game. Yeah, that was the game. So they only threw one. So they just weren't able to punch it in. How is game management going? They're going three out, turning the ball over quickly. There like were a lot of punts. There were definitely a lot of punts in this game by both sides. Um but how do you feel about Oaksterdam? Uh, Oaksterdam, where they're trending. Listen, they're four and one, but I don't. You don't like, like them. I don't love what they've looked like. Like they looked really good against uh, Oklahoma Who State. Against? They beat Oklahoma State. They lost to you when I played for you. They beat Notre Dame last second. No Douglas. No, and they but Pisco played. Oh okay. And they beat whoever they beat last week. I don't know. They played Rutgers this week. So maybe it, maybe it's been a week schedule. We'll yeah, see. it could have been a week schedule. They're four and one though. They get to four and one. Boston College falls to two and three. Gets Trevor back this week in a very important game against a Sam a Sam Allen list Iowa team. Um, yeah, this week Sam Allen out there. Sorry, so, yeah, Sarah is playing quarterback for them. Um, but Trevor is going to go out there and hopefully get this ship turned around. They started off two and zero, oh, then lost three straight. So they're looking for they're looking for a win to kind of get their season back on track. I still like their team. They got playmakers. Will Sabo was an absolute monster in this game. He got like nine or ten tackles in this Sabo one. Is an absolute well, yeah, no, he is. Um, great flag football player. Just feel like Boston College, they, they've been in every game, lost to me by one point. Um, lost last week to Rutgers in a game that they they probably feel that they should have won. Um, and then lose again in a heartbreaking fashion this week. feel like co-plays go their way. They could have a little bit of a better record, but... Kind of how this league goes. Got to make the big plays, the big moment. Um, Do we have any news on when if Trevor's ever going to be healthy? I was Trevor's. Just say, I hope that Trevor's feeling healthy. Yeah, you know? Trevor's playing. He's playing this week, so um, hopefully yeah, he played. He played two weeks ago, and he did not run one time. He hasn't run one time. In he didn't two move out of the pocket yeah. more than five. Mm-hmm. Right. So like it wasn't. It wasn't a very active. Trevor. So yeah. like, if that's the case, I mean, maybe you do just stick with Oliva or T.J. Brown, but like, or Valinati. I do hope. I do hope that he's healthy. Me too. Um, it, the team is just way better, way yeah. more competitive with him and a healthy him. Um, him and Michael Oliva had a great first game. Will mm-hmm. Sabbath too. So mm-hmm. I'd love to see more fireworks out of that offense going forward with a healthy Trevor, hopefully. 
Um, I'm trying to think if I didn't miss if I missed anyone that had really good games. Uh, T.J. Brown three interceptions. Will Sabat had a bunch of tackles. Mike Lee with two touchdowns. Liam scored. Um, yeah, no. I thought Justin Santiago played well on the line. He was playing with like one hand most of the game, and I thought he was still doing a pretty good job blocking. So, shout out to both these teams. Four and one, three and two and three. Need to get the ship right if you are um, Boston College. Who do we got next here? Ten o'clock games. We'll start with our game. Wow. Absolute bloodbath. Yeah. Um, I get up early. Mike Danino touchdown. You come back down and score. Joe Ivanak touchdown. Halftime seven six. Felt I, I felt like both of us were playing really well. Halftime um, seven six after a crucial drop by Paul Carter. Oh, Paul Carter drops a wide open touchdown. Throwing your wide receiver under, under the bus. What? You throwing him under the bus? No, I'm not. I just I already I already called him out. And I told him I, oh, okay. I mean, also this gets him angry and this lights a fire under his. Uh, that's why I'm here. Well, Paul Carter was also a monster this game. He think he had three. Or four. Oh no, no no! Paul Carter after the drop was the best player. Yeah, on my team. three, yeah. Sacks, three or four down. sacks in the game. Um, yeah. he was all over me. He was trying. He was to playing make plays. left tackle. He was playing outstanding. He was playing yeah. outstanding. No, no, no. The whole he just, game. That blem- it was just a one blemish. He literally had one blemish yeah. on his whole thing. Um, I went up thirteen six. You went. You got. went came right back down. Joe Ivanak. Over top of me, Mosses. terrible. Doesn't moss me. It was like over. It was like over the shoulder. As you've gotten older, you become a worse defender. <laughs> Are you washed on defense? Yes or no? We're not gonna talk about the interception. I had that Matt hits your Matt hits your arm or anything. Yeah, I did. Oh whatever, dude. <laughs> dude I throw a pick because I got absolutely hacked on my arm. Yeah, Matt Merle hacked him. Um, no, and then really the end of this game. No, no, I got it. Got um, big biggest plays of the game. You got we we um. I had terrible clock management at the end of the game. We'll talk about that in a second. Embarrassing. So, I'm up 13-12. to 12. We score on a fourth down play. I hit Mike over the middle in between two defenders. Phenomenal throw, to say the least. <laughs> Mikey, Mikey gets stopped immediately. We get the ball back with a minute 25. They have two timeouts. First play, I'm back get sacked. I'm an asshole. I just throw it at the ground. Stops the clock. Next, and then, But then at that point, I was like, all right, we try to run. I got, like, stopped, so I threw it. Incomplete. Next play, incomplete. They used no time. No, you had to use one timeout, I think. No, you threw an, you threw the second incomplete, and then you threw a fucking pick to slick. Oh, yeah, I threw a pick on the third play because I was trying to score. We were on the 15-yard line. Yeah. Um, you guys get the ball back. Come down the field. Crazy touchdown throw to the back of the end zone by you with Dan Dexter. I will admit my flag was pulled. He was definitely sacked by Matt, but they didn't call it. Then, on the conversion, which was the craziest play ever, you make Matt miss, you make me and Mike jump, you then loft it over to Spo, uh, you, Spo, you get, Spo catches it, gives it right back to you, you have one flag on, so if Dean even touches you, you're down, you make Dean whiff, and then you have a four-yard dive from the, you dive from the four-yard line, get to the pylon. Is this the best game ever? It, I mean, no, I mean, this game literally was one of the best games so ever. So I scored with 17, 17 seconds, seconds to tie, left, the game, to tie the game. That was the extra point to tie the game. And then I go down the field. Wait, seven, you went for two to tie? No, went, he went for, he was down one, went for one, didn't go for two. That. I have the best defense in the history of Bear Down. I have faith in my team to stop for 17 seconds and win the game in the play. In when, the, when, when he went but for... But what's he, the difference between five yards? When I went, what do you he, mean? My, I dove four of the fucking five <laughs> yards, which is my fuck. which is my point. I wouldn't have gotten it. 
I would have dove to the five yard line. You played a win. Anyway, I don't like that. My either. team was my very. The champions. My I team was. Need, I don't need to fucking go for the win. My <laughs> team was very happy when they went for one. They went for one. I I I breathe I breathe this sigh relief. I said. Guess what? I told my team next time we're doing the same exact thing. Okay. That's your That's your philosophy. That's what it is. I go for two every single time. I agree with Mike on this one. He's got one of the best defenses. No, no, he does. All right. So what happens after? Seventeen seconds. He dumps the ball over the middle. The Dean gets. Oh no! First. No. First one off. First play. First play, George goes to false start. Mike Dino, like, seven-yard catch. Then I pass to Dean for, like, five yards. Then I pass to Dean. He laterals back to me. I run over Mikey. There's no flag. No flag. <laughs> One second left. Last play of the game. I tell my team it's on three, right? I, I get to the, I get, I get up to the line. I go, nah, it's just on my, whenever you're ready, to snap the ball. Dean didn't hear me. Play goes. Paul Carter runs right around Dean, about to sack me. I make two guys miss. Dean wide open, end zone touchdown. We went last play of the game. Oh my god! Um, phenomenal, heartbreaking game for Mikey. First time his defense has allowed over twenty points in maybe I think you've allowed over twenty points since Joe Pip since Joe blew Pitt you guys is. out in the regular season. Um, that, that game we had five guys and two subs. Yes. So um, the the SCL, I think you guys gave up that was twenty five f- points given up on the season up until this point, and I scored twenty six. So. The, it, listen, it was you guys still played a phenomenal game. If Damien's there, shit could have went differently. If Morik was there, no, would have been would have been a little different. Um, yeah, Asher. We yo. had TJ Brown and Dan Dexter playing I told, corner. I told, I told Mikey, I said, yo, I know what Damien's about. I know that the game would have been a different, there would have been a different vibe to the game if Damien was in instead of uh, whoever you had, instead of the other guys you had rushing. But mm-hmm. your pressure was getting to me, honestly. So I don't think your defense played bad. I just think we just made enough plays to win, really. That's about so it. My, just think my about final... how the pressure was. Oh. Swap swags for Damien. Oh, trust my me. Final, my final, uh, my final question. Swag. Swags played great. He did play well. Swags played great on the D-line, but Damien is the best D-line do you, th- would, do you think do you think uh, Washington's good? Do I think Washington's yeah. good? Why wouldn't I think Washington's good? They just beat the best team in the league. Mm, no, Damien. Mm. Doesn't matter. No more. More wasn't there either. No, no more. Okay. Mork is my kryptonite in this league. Dude. <laughs> every every single time I play Mork, I have four batted balls. I'm the tallest quarterback in the league. I've never seen anything like it. Every one of my passes. Nah, it was a great game. Not. I think the biggest key to the game was that we never gave you an opportunity to shit talk. You were never winning. You were never winning the game, so you know. But you really weren't talking. Like, you weren't being your loud mouth. No, you you were talking like. I was dude. I was too worried about trying to get my game like in order because like I got six of my own guys. Yeah, yeah, and I got two. So I got Dan Jackson and TJ Brown. I'm trying to like keep Funniest in order. Thing ever, you, you bring Zio. <laughs> Stop! I don't want to talk about. It. I'm sorry, TJ Brown, for what I did. That was very rude of me, and I already gave you my apology for that. I kicked him off the field with two minutes left in the game because he let up a touchdown and I brought CEO into the game. I <laughs> he brought very, a different stuff mad. into the game. I was very mad about it. I'm so sorry about that, TJ. Like, I don't want to talk about it anymore because I don't So he had three picks right at 9 a.m. Yeah. And then he gets ripped off the field by Mikey with two minutes left? Yeah. A classic Mikey. The best yeah, that's thing was, I didn't, know, I didn't even know what happened. <laughs> Mikey's <laughs> cracking up thinking about that now. No. Um, it was a great game, though. Uh, Mike scored three touchdowns. Driving, I got two, two touchdowns and a pick. To be fair, he well, he was a little hurt. He, he was yeah. he like rolled. Yeah, he was hurting a little bit. I he saw like, it. He like rolled his ankles and he was limping around a little yeah. bit. So I was like, all right, dude, like I'm not dealing. With I'm not dealing with so you like, limping right now. Yeah. It's so like no. if it was he, if he was on my team, like I wouldn't have kicked, taken him off the field. But like he's a sub and you're hampering. Like I can't have you. I think two of the better teams in the league played on this day. Yes. And the fact that it came down to the final play shows that either of us could have won. So my prediction is that we will see each other again. I, I hope we do. Be a good game. The way that the standings have been playing. Yeah, so we got a 25-19 win. 
Um, great game. And, uh, yeah. So what game was going on during ours? Rutgers versus Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State. Go ahead. Who won? Who won the game? I know. Rutgers won. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm, I'm aware. Oh, okay. I'm aware. Um, no. I thought that you knew nothing about this weekend. No, I know. I I he know. I know. I know who won the game. I know who won the game. You know, I know who won the game. He texted during the day and asked me like, who's winning. Yeah, Mike. Who I asked? Yeah, I said who won the game. Um, so no, it's okay. I don't. I don't game, know anything. You guys are literally yeah. telling me about the game. <laughs> so this okay. game, um, it could have got. It could have gotten ugly early. Oklahoma State scored first, and I thought they were kind of just gonna get the stop. Go score again. I want to watch in the film. Kind of like what we keep thinking that the Chiefs are going to do this year. Mm. Yes. Yes, I agree 100%. Yeah. Um, are they the Chiefs? I, I, they might be. Um, I don't think that's they're definitely going the Chiefs. Um, I think that Rutgers is much better than anyone thought going into the season. I think that Rutgers game plans probably just as much as all of the top teams in the league do weekly. Um, I think they have a really good line. They have four guys that can all play the line at a... Above, a- I'd say a little bit above average and better with Latempa, Omar, Anas, and Rashad. Mm-hmm. Um, they have decent receivers with Noel Santiago and Bickford, who's a stud. Um, and Abdul has looked so much better since his week one game. That week one game, he's throwing lollipops every single throw. This game, I, I tell, he texted me and asked me, like, what should we do? I said, the one thing you cannot do is throw those lollipops in the middle because Justin will pick the, every single one off. And he did not throw one lollipop. Uh, he he had strikes, no picks, right? No Justin interceptions. No picks. Like, for your first game in the league against Justin, like, your first time playing him. And, and he usually throw, like, five And picks. you never throw a pick. That's great. No, yeah, it is. And I told great. Abdul, I said, yo, you've been playing much better than I think anyone would have expected. Um, he's being decisive with the ball. He's um, keeping plays alive in the backfield, his athleticism. And um, I honestly think that the Rutgers team is a really good team, and they pull flags pretty well. And that's one of the most important things to do in the league, if not the most important. And they do it at a pretty high level. Um, they get pressure too. They get pressure. Big plays in this game. IB scores two touchdowns. It's thirteen to thirteen. Augie oh, comes down and scores. Justin touchdown. The next they come down, score again. Abdul to Bigford. Moss is Joe Denoya. Mm-hmm. Joe Denoya's returned to the league. Um, that was Joe. Yeah. Um, they get a stop, and on the first play of the new possession, Abdul takes a. Takes a 45-yard touchdown, like a 42-yard touchdown, then score the next play or something like that. Regardless, Abdul take, gives them the lead. And this is another game where Oklahoma State has the lead in the game and then blows it in the last minute. This is the third time this season that they've had the lead. Augie won his retributions no, on the podcast. I, and I'm going to give it to him. Augie <laughs> is top five in the league in almost every passing quarterback category, and he's only played three games of quarterback or four games of quarterback. So he has one less game played, and he's in the top five of almost every category because he didn't play week one. Um, I think the offense has moved the ball pretty well. I think um, field conditions weren't great. I thought Augie was pretty decisive in this game. Um, didn't get IB. IB only had three targets in this game. I feel like that needs to go up a little. But Justin was super two touchdowns, two touchdowns on three targets. Yeah. Um, I feel like Justin got Justin was super involved and Augie was able to run well. Um, but the defense just keeps letting them down. I think they had like sixteen or seventeen total tackles and Justin had eleven of them. Mm. Like I get Justin plays the middle. But everyone's got a flag grab. Yes. Like, there's just these, these big plays. Abdul down the sideline, um, three guys missed his flag. Like, Don't you play the middle? I play the middle. Like, we don't get this many flag pulls. Because other game. players on our team pull the flag. Like, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, it's just so outrageous, like, how many flag pulls he has 51 in five games. I know. Averaging 10 a game. Like, and well, it's not even close. The next highest is, like, 22, um, which is normal. 
I just think that Oklahoma State's defense has let them down more than their offense has. I don't think Augie is the one to be blamed for their for their one and four start. I, I think I'm it's not the defense. Their offense at all. You have Justin. You have IB. You have Augie and Leota. Like you guys are putting up twenty-five they, points. They they scored almost. They scored over twenty every single week, and I think twenty is the magic number in this league right now yeah. because I think the defenses have gotten a lot better in this league. Are they I think not getting to the quarterback? The, uh, they're, they're really just, not. They're, they're really guys. not. They have slower guys in the D line. Not nothing to Malozzi and or, Leota, or Dev, but, but like, Dev, but like you guys are just the, like the quarterbacks are more athletic. Than you they're guys able to get around you guys. To... Um, I think they need to do a better job of collapsing the pocket and like kind of getting guys and uncom- getting the quarterbacks in uncomfortable situations rather than the super outside rushes where you give the quarterback a lot more room in the pocket. You know, yeah. I know how that goes. I was just about, I was just about to say they rush like. Far up field. I think like they, they also have a little disciplined, a little undisciplined no rushing. I think they rushing. haven't been. Yeah, um, I still have faith in this Oklahoma State team. Like they have too much talent to be one in four. But like, how many times am I going to sit on this podcast and say that I like the team when they just yeah. keep on losing? Um, they, they're listen. They've de- they're definitely like into the. Like, they're definitely like caring about the league, obviously, and they're game planning. But obviously, the game plan isn't working enough, and that falls on the captain a little bit. Justin got to come up with a better game plan, better mid game adjustments. Um, and I think everyone needs to buy into a role and play their role at a, at a higher level. One thing I always tell my team is just be an MVP in your role. And be a star in your role. Right. Be a star in be your role. Be a star role. in your role, and you'll be all right. And I feel like not everyone on their team is buying into the role they need to buy into, and it's becoming a detriment to their team. Um. Side note, um, IB led IB and Justin teams two total losses, I believe, going into this season. Justin led IB and Justin teams one total win. Not looking good. Not looking good, Mikey. Great stat. Um, I mean, let's talk about Rutgers for a second. Though. I yeah. Rutgers real quick. I said um, biggest upset in league history. Must win game for Oklahoma State. Not a must-win game for a Rutgers team. That was two and two. It wasn't a must-win. But it was a must-win for yeah. Yeah, I mean, I call this the biggest upset in league history. Um, I think. How are you gonna say that when we just saw one two months ago? Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's the best. I don't think it's the most the the biggest upset because I think Rutgers is super disciplined and they know and they're getting used to the league and they're getting better every week. Um, Obviously, they weren't winning until about a minute left in the game. But hey, listen, uh, games are won and lost in that last minute, like the witching hour. Um, so the witching hour. I like listen. Chris, I like, you love that phrase. You love I, the witching hour. It's a great, it's a great phrase. Um, I do like this Rutgers team though, man. I think that their linemen are good, and I think that their receivers are figuring it out. Abdul's continues to get better every week, and I think as long as they stay on this trajectory, they look. I think they're like the fifth in fifth place right now, or is fifth or sixth six. right now. They're in the top six right now. Um, obviously nothing to hang your hat on. Long season still left to go, but. People were projecting zero wins, and you already got three. That's so what I'm saying. That's, I'm giving, that's I'm, why I'm putting I'm that giving full. Up. I'm giving full credit to Abdul and that team for buying in, realizing that, and realizing that when everyone else is game planning and preparing at a high level, you have to do so. They bought into the league, and now they love it, and they're ready to keep getting wins. Mikey's asking why I think it's the biggest upset. Because, first off, one of their wins is a forfeit win. Okay. So... That's not actually winning a game. You in the standings, you won a game. It's not actually and winning one a of game. Their losses, Deshaun was already. De, you already pool. saw Deshaun compete at a very high level because his team was in the playoffs. So you already saw Deshaun compete at a very high level. You haven't seen this Rutgers team compete at a very high level against IB and Justin and Augie and all them who need a win. That's I mean, my you, point. You need a win in the first round of the playoffs. I'm not saying you don't, but I'm saying you've ar- we've already seen Deshaun at that level. The odds would have been greater. You haven't though. That was his first playoff game. You we've seen, but he got his team to the playoffs. We had Rutgers at zero wins. Okay. 
that's, Saints that's had the three difference. wins and made the playoffs. That's the difference. The 10 spot. They were good, though. They were. Yeah, I'm they not were good. saying that they weren't yeah, they were good, good. But they were, they were the 10 I think spot the odds, out of you would have got You would have got more favorable odds if you bet on the uh, on the Saints. I think the point spread this week was only like plus six and a half for Rutgers. Yeah. Like, what are you, crazy? I I disagree. Yeah, no, that's yeah, yeah. They, if you watch, but that's yeah, yeah, I haven't seen, yeah, I haven't seen, I haven't seen. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. You haven't seen them since week one or two. Like you haven't seen them since week one or two. They, they are a much better team. No, I agree. Like Abdul is a good quarterback right now. Like I'm not saying that like as in like speculative. Like he is a good quarterback by all means of right now. He's playing well. Yeah, playing well. And like their team is full blown better than OSU. Like I, I'm not they gonna. Sit, I'm they not gonna together. sit here in front and act like this team just because they have talent they're better. Like that team stinks. Love you guys to death. You guys stink because you can't play together. Rutgers is a better team. If you Mikey wanted me, if you wanted me setting the line, I set the line even last week. I said Rutgers is gonna win that game. He did say this. You Literally. have, you play Oklahoma State. Last week of the season. They have a lot of bulletin board material. On yeah, well, yeah, and it's yeah. the last game of the season, yeah. and they're going to have to probably beat us to get into the playoffs. And guess what? We're going to fucking spank them in the mouth. <laughs> oh, Spicy. One in four. All you guys right. better step your game up because I'm angry at you guys. That's why I'm yelling. That's why Mike you guys better be better. Right All right. Yeah. That's, That's truth, bro. It better. is. No, it was. Um, big win for Rutgers. <laughs> gets the three and two. Stays hot. Three straight wins for the Rutgers team. Excited to see what their, what their ceiling becomes in the league. Don't ever leave this late, Mike. Last no. slate of the day, the 11 o'clock slate. Let's talk about the first game. I want to talk about the mission game last because that was a banger to end the day. That, that might have been the best game in Bear Down history. Mission game? definitely talk okay. about that. Awesome. Sorov's been in like 30 of the best games in Bear Down yeah, history. Yeah, Sorov's like me. Loves like, he plays, he plays <laughs> he in like him. close games. Sorov can't only plays in, in, in close games. All right, so first game we'll talk about Notre Dame versus Florida. Florida in a must win. Um, we also put Notre Dame in a must win because they were 1-3 going into this game as well. Florida was 0-4 going in. Um... Really, I'm just gonna be honest. Florida goes up seven six nothing on the on their. They get a stop, get go up six nothing on the first possession of the game for themselves, and then nothing else. No, they couldn't even move the ball. Yeah, they, the offense got stuck in the mud, literally. Um, no, <laughs> and they just weren't. Deshaun wasn't able to get anything going. Line didn't do a great job helping him out. Um, receivers weren't able to make plays for him. Deshaun throwing a little uh, was showing a little bit of his uh, old. Old play, I thought, went away from what was working for him in seasons past, and uh, just hasn't been able to figure it out. Yeah, his stats this year just aren't what they were last year. Um, I still, I like the talent on Florida, but they just haven't been able to put it together. They um, still need to find a third lineman. They still need to find a third lineman, or even go four lineman, just to alleviate the pressure off of Deshaun. Um, 0 and five now, 24 to six loss to Notre Dame. Piscopo led Notre Dame team. Listen, um, this was just a sloppy game all around. Like, that field, like, after two that, teams had yeah. already played on it, like, there was two games. Like, that field on that last game was so rough. It was bad. it was. And that field was way worse than the other one. Like, yes. that one was, like, walking on a wet carpet. I like, agree. The one that we were, and I apologize to everyone there that we had to play No, there, dude, but, like, it's not your fault. Like, we had to do what we had to yeah, do to play. But, like, sometimes that just happens. But, yeah. um, no, and like I said before, both teams are playing on it. You're right. So, no advantages either way. Um, neither quarterback played well. Pispo threw two picks. Deshaun threw two interceptions. Um, I thought the line played really well in this game. Rob Reddington was very, very, very involved very in the offense. Had like six or seven catches. Scored a touchdown. Um, um, I'm upset that Matt Ballow didn't get a half a day. I want to so I wanna say I this. I Matt Ballow had so a pick, and a 45-yard touchdown, touchdown, and like four tackles on the day. Kid went off. Um... 
and I, I felt bad I couldn't give them one. They're already like 15 this week, so I had to I had to cut out the one touchdown. The one touchdown guys got cut out. It's all right. Um, there were so many guys who after a week after a week last week of the offense is being absolute shit and there being like six half a days. Now I got 15 this week, so um, some weeks are just better than others. But um, Notre Dame Piscopo looks really good. Um, no, he threw. He was throwing. He was throwing a lot. Oh, okay, of okay. Like I felt yeah, like every no, time no, I was looking over there, I'm like, oh, that's a dot. Like, and Pisco was throwing a lot. He threw two interceptions, but one of them was on a deep ball, and one yeah. of them was early, super early in the game. Um, Listen, I know Piscopo won a championship with Dartmouth, but I, I think that he's throwing. He threw the ball last game like better than better I've ever than, seen Pisco throw the ball. No, I agree. Like, he 100%. looked outstanding slinging mm-hmm. the rock, confidently slinging and, it too. Yeah, and he's got D-line. He's got Pat, who were both balling for him. Like mm-hmm. I thought that that was. I like yeah, he had, new C, he had new C subbing for Austin's. Austin's out for mm-hmm. a few weeks with... Uh, he I had he was some, out for the year, no? Oh, okay. Well, I, I heard he's trying to make a comeback towards the end of the okay. season. Um, but Musi's been subbing for him, so he gets a little bit of a Dartmouth Dartmouth uh, connection there. Rich Ritter didn't play in this game. I believe will be back next week. Okay. Um, that team's going to keep getting better. I think Pisco's going to keep getting um, chemistry with his guys. They'll keep. Sh- they'll hopefully they get to show up in, in a, as a full <clears throat> team. And... Um, I really like the direction of them, but Florida, I do not like where they're trending. They're 0-5, season basically on the line next week. Um, you got to win out. Have probably. to basically win out. 3-1 at the absolute worst. I mean, there's only there's four teams that miss it, so it's not like there's only two no. teams this year. Yeah. Three teams, like, four teams like, missing, no play-ins. Eight teams make the playoffs. Three weeks of playoffs, that's it. If Florida's going to make a run, what do you think they have to do? What's the one, like, if you had to pick one thing for them to do, what do you think it playing? is? Uh, who are they playing? They play, oh, they play. Really they play matters. against. They're playing against Penn State this week. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> what you guys need to do to turn your season around is win this week. If you yeah. don't, if you don't win this week, I mean, you might as well just. I mean, I don't want to say it, but like, it's pack good. it in. Yeah, you might as well just pack it in. Like, I mean, day. I love you, dude. I'm on your basketball team. You might as well just. Get ready for us to go win a chip there. You know what I'm saying? Good, like, if, but like, you got a chance to go out there and turn your season around this week if you go and beat Cow. If you go and Cowboys, the Pens. If you go out there and beat Penn State, you know, like that completely flips the script of your season. You go into Week Seven with a a matchup against. I mean, you guys had a tough schedule so far. Though. Yeah, they played a lot. Florida of, has played a Florida lot, played of, a lot of tough teams. teams. No, they did. Yeah, um, like, and they, they honestly, man, they're a couple plays away from getting two wins. They played against Oaksterdam, could have won the final play. Mm-hmm. Played against Boston College, was winning the game until the final play. Until of the, game. the final play. So, yeah. their season could be looking a lot different. Zero um, five doesn't look pretty after a Deshaun semifinal appearance. Uh, mm-hmm. Thought we we're going to continue to see the the progression peaked a little bit this season, but um, winless. Semifinals, yeah. winless. Uh, I don't. I don't think they go winless. I think they get a win somewhere. I think they could get a win this week. We'll talk about the games after this in a little bit. Um, the good news is they play a team struggling offensively, and the bad news is they got to go against uh, Christian Alpena. Yeah, with, with no yeah, line. Yeah, so. with, with not with not a strongest line. They against one of the best pass rushers in the league. Um, and if Florida's going to turn it around, they got to turn it around right now. And for Notre Dame. Continue what you're doing. Move um, the ball pretty well. Word of advice for Florida. Catch, step, throw the ball, Deshaun. Don't hold the ball. Don't scramble Catch, around the backfield. Just give your give your routes a timing route, a three-step hitch, a one-step slant, like catch and throw the ball. Just to get some rhythm. Literally, you don't need a you don't need to look around the field. Ball you don't screen. need to look at where you're throwing. You catch and you throw the ball, and you're looking where you're throwing as you are releasing that ball. If the wide receiver is not there, that's their fault. All right, like you got to get the ball out of your hands. You don't have a great offensive line. Like you need to do whatever you can to help your team. 
So you need to get that ball yeah. out of your hand as fast as possible. Yeah. Let Buddy get the ball in space. Let um, Dev, let Jalil, let Dev, Dev, Jalil let them all, them. Let, let, let them all, you know, let them all get the ball in space because that's what they're best at. Um, yeah, no, the line, the line is you're right, right though. So that's all you got. Yeah, yeah. Listen, we, we have weakness on your team. You got to find ways to counteract them. They have a lot of good receivers. Got good guys that can make plays. Um, so defense. No, they don't. They got like guys. You guys have a good, de- solid yeah. defense. Solid defense. They haven't. They haven't been crazy in terms of uh, laying up a lot of points, but they definitely haven't scored their fair share this year yet either. Twenty-four six final for Notre Dame. Pisco takes care of business. Um, yeah, and I like them going forward. Honestly, with Pisco, last game of the day, uh, battle of the top two teams in the league standings wise going into the week. UNC against Michigan. I picked Michigan. You guys both picked UNC on the pod. Tommy and TJ. Um, I feel like no matter what, how this game was going to go, it was going to come down to the final possession of the game. Absolute uh, mayhem. mayhem this game. Uh, big plays both ways. Uh, JoJo Sulek scored a touchdown. Pauly, three interceptions, two touchdowns. Just It's becoming an every week thing. Um, Giuseppe scored a touchdown for them. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um Michigan's offense has got it rolling. They're scoring 30 points a game right now on the season. They're, they're It doesn't even matter what their defense is doing because their offense is just basically like, we're just going to outscore you. They look like the Chiefs of old, mm-hmm. um, where it's just we don't care how many points you score against us. We're just going to keep on scoring yeah, against you. If you put up 30, we're putting up 35. 35. That's what they do. Um, they are also a team that I feel like is really good at just staying in the game. Like there was, um, It was tied 7-7, and then Rag snaps the ball early. And it goes off Tommy and Joe DeMeo recovers in the end zone. At that point, you can get deflated. You're down against UNC. That maybe you're, th- you're thinking, oh, can't be allowing those mental mistakes in early in the game. They're gonna cost us. But they stay composed. Paulie scores another touchdown right away. Gets the game right back in uh, in their favor. Um, I I just think this was a super high level competitive game between two of the best teams in the league. Offenses were at a premium. 33-29 final for Michigan winners. Last couple drives were Giuseppe touchdown to take the lead. Surov rushing touchdown to take the lead Giuseppe back. Long touchdown Giuseppe long, yeah, like thirty five. Like two yeah. missed flag pulls that should have been pulled. Yeah, or just a push out of bounds. I think I think a lot of, of people I think a lot of people forget that you can like lightly shove out of bounds or just kind of guide your player out of bounds. You don't have to go for the flag drop on the sideline. He was tightrope in the sideline, and JoJo just goes for goes the first flag, flag and misses. misses it. Yeah, and then you see Joey in the film, like Joe Pibley, like He's hey, just throwing him out of bounds. Um, I think that just comes with playing the league more. Joey's only played five games in the league. Not used to remembering that. It's, that's a different rule. Most likely just don't allow a push out. I, why not? Don't give a fuck. <laughs> give a fuck. Um, I think that these these two teams just do, so, just do the little things so well. Like, get yards on first down. Quarterbacks run when they have to. Tommy Galante is finally running at will. Like, just deciding, yo, I'm out. Like, let me get these 10 yards. It's a dangerous, um, it's a dangerous game. I wish Tommy would go get the real flag, the shrooms flags, and just <laughs> have real flags. I think it would help him even more. Tommy's so good at evading the pocket, making guy, ev- scrambling in the pocket, making guys miss in the backfield. Um, Tommy's taking his game to another level after that rough uh, Washington football team season. Did they get a win last year? No, they didn't get a win. Um <laughs> But Tommy Glante comes right back this season, drafts a really good line, gets his two receivers in Paulie and Giuseppe, um, mixes in some good defensive players with Remy and John Edwards and A-Rod, all who have, I think, 15 or more tackles on the season. They they might not have a good scoring defense, but they don't let you get big plays. You have to grind out drives against them because they do not miss flag grabs. Um, last drive of the game, Tommy marches them down. Remy scores on the game-winning touchdown. 
Might have been a little swipe, side swipe of the flags. No call. Sarov's not able to take them down in the last 10 seconds to win the game. John Edwards with a big uh, like bat at the line to win the game for them. Uh, High-level game. Wouldn't be surprised if these two teams see each other again in the playoffs. Um, and I honestly hope they do because those are two of the more exciting teams offensively in the league. Um, High-emotion game. A lot of bitching in this game, so I hope <laughs> that we can uh, stop bitching at the refs, please. Like, they make a call, just deal with it. It's because it was Dan Dexter as the ref. Yeah, Dan Dexter was dying to ref, and now he tells me he never wants to ref again. I said, I said, yeah, you got your first taste of what it's like to actually ref. And then he says to me, I'll never complain about the refs again either. I yeah, said, that's yeah. how you feel. That's, how, once we you, felt. Once you that's do, how we felt after the basketball. After the basketball. Another one. Ah. Um, no, this is, a, this is a really fun game to watch. A lot of high-level plays made on both sides. Man, Paulie is just playing at an absolute... He's playing at the MVP level. He's leads the league in interceptions, leads the league in pass breakups, leads the league in touchdown catches. He's doing it all for them. Um, Tommy is getting him the ball in space and letting him just do his thing, letting him moss, putting the ball up there, letting him make plays. I think as long as they are doing what they are doing, the two of them, this team ceiling is championship. I'm going to say right now, Michigan season is championship or bust. I don't think it's a successful season if Tommy wins his first playoff game. I think it's only a success if he at least makes the championship. And if he's in the championship game, I don't know if it's... Unless it's playing against me. I don't know if I'm betting against them. Um, They look really good right now, and they have a really good D-line. They lost lost Cardona for the season, or at least... They say the regular season. I heard the injury. They said torn hamstring. So I'm assuming that means he is out for the season. Um, if he, put it this way. If, <laughs> Cardona, if you come back from a torn hamstring in four, in weeks. four weeks, man, you are Iron Man. That's what you are. Iron You're man. the bionic Superman. Why Lakers in a dogfight with the Thunder? Yeah. Um, no, but... Game. Yeah, like I said, great game all around from both sides. A lot of high-level plays made. Um, it, it, no bone in this game. That was I thought that was a big a big, big loss miss. for a big miss for the UNC team. I didn't even I was I didn't even say that. Wow, but I didn't even yeah, that. I for, completely forgot that. Um, not sure if he would have like, made a difference because like the game like it's just another it's another really good athlete to have on the field. Obviously, I mean that spreads the offense open a lot more because then you got instead of Dins as your three wide isn't bad at all. Yeah, no, 100%. no, love Dins, love Dins. Dins has been playing outstanding this year. Picked yeah. me off twice, so I can't talk shit about Dins in any way. Dins is a dog, but. We all know that Bowen's one of the better receivers in this league. Yeah. yeah. Having Dins replace Bowen, it's just like... It's a little bit of a downgrade. Dins yeah. played well, but Bowen is definitely one of the better players in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, and he definitely stretches the field, too. Yeah, Bowen. for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, I think that's really all we can say about that game. I kind of highlighted everything. Sirhoff ran for two touchdowns, threw one to Joe Stulek. Noah, Noah Torino had a, uh, a sack safety. Yep. He was super Big hyped. Yeah, it was, it was huge. Yeah, it was a huge one early in the game. Uh, not early in the game. Um, midway through the game in the second half. Kind of was giving them a little bit of momentum, but they just weren't able to get that last stop at the end of the game and kind of put the game away, which is a little uncharacteristic of the Surhoff defense because this is, like I've said it a lot, this is Surhoff's best team through five, through four seasons. Yeah. This is by far his best team, and um, they pride themselves on defense. Gave up 33 points to Michigan. I know Michigan's one of the best offenses, but you got a 33-29, uh, four-point win. Weird play in this game. Not weird play. Um, surprising. It was a little bit of a weird play call. Uh, they take the league up two. And in our league, if you pick off a two-point conversion and take it back, it's two points. Tommy was up two and went for two. Interesting. So, and in our league, if you go for one, you only get one. So I, I, I said, I said to I, someone, I said, whoever sitting next to me, I said, I don't know if this is the right play call because if he gets picked off and they six, it's tie game. He ends up, he actually ended up hearing me, 
looked at me and said, yeah, I'm running. And then he ran and scored it. Uh-huh. So it was fine. But, um, yeah, I just thought that was a very – a play a play that could have possibly went a lot worse than it did. Um, but I still love this Michigan team, love the UNC team, expect these two teams to be Final Four probably. They're, they're looking – they're on track for Final Four. I'll put it like that. Um, another team, two teams I think that are championship or bust. Yeah, I think that's all I got for this game. Rags scored a touchdown. Got to have Rags, a day. Shout out to Rags, my dude. Finally got one, dude. Mikey Come Dennis, on. Mikey Dennis texted me and I got, I got your hyper Rags. He goes, yeah, I can't believe you finally got to have a day. <laughs> I can't believe it, dude. I'm no. so fired up. Yeah. Posted on my story and everything. Shout oh, out, Rags. That's great. That's great. All right, that that concludes the yeah, uh, recap. recap portion of the podcast. We're gonna do a uh, little preview here for week six. Games are at Lombardi Field. I do not care if they come. They're, we're playing at Lombardi Field, 9 o'clock in the morning. We're starting. I don't care. We're doing it. That's Confirmed. what we're playing, folks. On the turf. <laughs> on the turf. I don't care. I've waited four years to do this. I'm just showing up to Lombardi and playing. I don't care. Don't care. I'm not. After last week's ter- ter- terrible, I'm just going to call them terrible field conditions, I'm going complete opposite. We're getting the best field conditions we could possibly get. Brand new <laughs> Brand turf new just turf. came in three Come weeks ago. They could say you could say they they put it down for me. That's not probably what happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably not what happened. That is correct. But we're here. We're ready to go. So let's get into the games. First game of the day. TJ, you can finally talk on the podcast a little bit. First game of the day. Penn State versus Florida. Florida. Two teams dying for a win. <laughs> Florida. You're taking Florida. If Dan Dexter is playing quarterback, yes. No disrespect to Dan Dexter. You told me this stat, all the only stat I need to hear. We're five weeks in, he's throwing a touchdown pass. I'm not taking the team where they have zero touchdown passes on the season. Well, they have one. Matt Mascara threw one last game. <laughs> they all, there's yeah. your starter. Start Matt Mascara, and you'll probably win the game, honestly. Matt Mascara starting. Who's your pick? Penn State. Wow. I told Deshaun, I told Deshaun his, his team, I, I, and I love Deshaun. It's, I told him, like, yo, you gotta, you gotta, your team's got to win. Like You guys have to win a game at this point. You have to win. Like, what's going on here? I'm taking Florida. Um, I'm taking Florida, too. Yeah, I'm taking Florida. I think that Deshaun's in a, Deshaun sees this game as, got to get this one or we might, there's a chance we go winless. Yeah. And they get up for this game. Um, Penn State's without Christian Elvina, without CO. So, two players, two very, very, very key important no players. No Elvina, no CO? That's what Dexter told me, I think, earlier in the week. Any status is a changing if they have eight, no. So, I don't know. I'm not sure how many they have. But I know those two are missing. Florida. Um, I am spamming Florida. Spamming <laughs> Florida. Hammer Florida. No, I just think that I, I just think that with those two guys being out, it gives Florida a good opportunity to maybe not have to struggle on the line of scrimmage with only Drew and Amir. And um, Buddy's played a lot of line this year for them. I know that's probably not where he's trying to play, but he stepped up, bet done the best he's could. I give him a lot of credit for that. Um, I want to see Florida's defense come out and play a very good game. Don't allow Dan Dexter's offense to get going because no one else has allowed that to happen all season. Yeah. So if you allow them to get going, then I, I could be looking at a terrible pick early in the game. Um, 9 a.m. start, get there early. Deshaun showing up a little late the last two weeks. Um, I want to see him on time, ready to go, and this Florida team needs to come out with energy. Energy, energy, energy. I think the team with more energy is going to win, and I'm going to say Deshaun comes with more energy in this game, and I'm going to take Florida. Right. You're taking Florida? I am all over Florida. Knowing the information Tommy, you, you taking? just gave me. I'm going with Florida. There's too much talent on that Oof, team. We're going a full Deshaun, Deshaun's too good to, to Unless Mascara is starting. 
Mascara's if Mascara is starting, it gives Florida, it gives Penn State's offense. No, no, no he's got Penn State if Mascara starts. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So we'll let not you know. after hearing that these motherfuckers are out. Well, you never changed that. I, was just I said Alvino's out. I said Florida. I spam Florida. I'm on your parlay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have Florida right. money line. Um, let's go to the other nine o'clock game. Washington, my squad against Notre Dame. Piscopo led squad. Good. Wow, I like this game. It's a rematch, Re- of the, revenge game, revenge for you. game, definitely a revenge game for me and a couple of my guys. Um, we've already been talking. We, we, that was already said in our group chat a few times this week. Uh, we're definitely looking to get one back on Piscopo for taking two from us in that uh, spring season. Um, different team for Piscopo. A lot of the same forgot guys to mention for this. Me. Just reminded me. What? Um, no, no, again, no undefeated team. Oh they yeah, bear down. yeah. No undefeated team. UNC was the last undefeated. They another lose season. Another season of no undefeated. Dartmouth which... made me think. Dartmouth and uh, beating you guys made me think of that. Oh, um, oh yeah, because we were... yeah, you lost two of them. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Uh, I listen. We're not taking Notre Dame lightly because they're two and three. They have a talented roster. They have Musi subbing for Austin. They got Ritter and Delon. Um, they got the newfound god Matt Ballow. Yep. Um. They got guys who are able to make plays, and they have a good defense. Uh, they haven't allowed. They've only allowed sixteen and uh, ten in the two games, or six in the two games that Piscopo has played for them on defense. So their defense is state elite. Where's Piscopo playing safety? Piscopo is playing safety for them in one of the games. Not sure where he was playing this past week. Um, I just think that we're gonna. I think I think we're gonna be able to take care of business because we've we've kind of gained chemistry together. We've continued to grow as a team. We've had our full team outside of Morg basically the entire season. Morg is now back for the entire season. Has taken off work all of the rest of the Saturdays for the rest of the season. Um, I told him if he missed another game, he'd be cut from the wow. roster. Let's go. Um, we need him to win a championship. We need Morg at right tackle to win a championship, and I know that's what we're gonna we need. Um, and I drafted you in the third round. You got to be there. And he said he's bought in. He's ready to go. Um, and I think my entire team is bought in. I think everyone's kind of figuring out their roles. I'm figuring out where I can play guys and get guys um, to maximize their strengths and minimize their weaknesses and ability to get exposed. Still have a lot of work to do on defense. Our defense is allowing 26 points a game. Our offense is scoring 29 points a game, though. So I can't say that I'm. Uh, we're struggling on offense. We just got to kind of put together our defense and kind of get it going. My teams usually are very good on defense. So I'm hoping that our flag pulling picks up a lot going forward and that we're able to uh, minimize teams' big plays and long drives. In my head while you were talking, I was thinking about my reasoning for why I'm taking Notre Dame. (laughs) And in my head, as I said to myself, all they need to do is neutralize Mike Danino, I thought to myself, that's not going to happen. Mike Danino's going to go for another three touchdowns. Two or three, probably. Just like he does every game. So my pick is... Mm, where was Mike Danino against Joe Piscopo in the overtimes? Not in the, the championship. Ball. Not getting the ball thrown to him. I by know. May. Watch the I film. Know. I know. He was nowhere to be found by the defense. I can tell you that. Because <laughs> my boy was open, just not getting the ball. Not getting the ball thrown to him. Here you go. Um, Danino's dad almost posted a ten-minute video. Of how many times <laughs> he's like, Are you kidding me, bro? Yeah. In that championship game. Yo, that was oh, a, that was the joke of the year on the podcast. Oh, that was good. That was that's good. That's why we invite Mikey on the podcast. That was literally hilarious. Um, I'm taking myself. Obviously, I think that we're gonna come in, game plan, focused, ready to go. We, my team has had high energy. I feel like all year. Um, guys are just. I got six of my best friends playing on one team. We're just excited to be playing together. And every week's a new week. George has learned how to catch again. Um, <laughs> after taking a few years off of knowing how to catch a football, he has relearned how to catch a reliable second target for me. And. Uh, Listen, let's call it how it is. No one's been able to stop Mike so far. He scored at least two touchdowns in every single game. Yep. 
the usual. And he's leading the league in a lot of categories and has played one less game than everybody else. So, yeah, I'm taking myself. No surprise. Uh, TJ. You're taking Washington? Yeah, I'm not going to pick a, uh, pick against Washington after they just beat me. Uh, you got a full squad, uh yeah, I got, I got 10 coming. Yeah, these guys have been showering together since college, so, you know. <laughs> they're tight. I'm going to go with uh, Washington. I'll take Notre Dame 2-0 against Christmas. Joe Piscopo 2-0 and Christmas in his last two. Um, he 3-0 his last three. Revenge game for Rob Reddington because Christmas didn't use him right. Okay. Um, <laughs> Parody, I love it. <laughs> yeah, give me, uh, give me Notre Dame. I feel like that's an easy one-up on the podcast right there. 4 one down. <laughs> No, I think it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good game. Me and Pisco always play very uh, tight, close, competitive games. If you want to hear my reasoning, my reasoning was this could be a big letdown game for you. Big win. Don't don't you have a big game next week too? I have no idea who I can play next. I'm week pretty too, sure I was looking at the schedule. Not oh, looking at ass. Not looking I, think, I, ha- I don't even know who I play. Everyone in the field asks me, "Yo, who do I play next week?" I go, I "No have, idea. I have no idea who you play. I'm still trying to get through. I'm trying to get through today." <laughs> no. Um, anyway, I think this could be a letdown game for you. Okay. We had a big win last week against yeah, the champs. You game planned very hard last week. I did. Me. Um, you were very into it, so uh, I think you were uh, you're just gonna come in here and you might fall asleep a little bit. I still think that you come out on top, but I think that you're gonna come out on top late and it's gonna be close. Okay, I expect it to be close also. Um, I don't think I don't think I don't play many games where it's a blowout. I, I say that you come. All right, all right, this is what I'm saying. Right, First was, half money line for Notre, Give me Dame. Notre Dame. Okay, okay. Right, yeah. because I, in my head I was so convinced that I was taking Notre Dame. I, I saw yeah, I saw when he came out against Augie, he knew you know. It's one of those, uh, it, this is a revenge game. It's sort of like that. You know what? I got to come out and I got to beat these guys. I got to show the league uh, who every, I am. He every did it game, before and he'll do it again. Every game versus Augie, Justin, and I beat is a revenge game. Regardless, yeah. of, regardless of what so the stangs are. Now, Piscopo's got this, uh, you know, little voodoo hex over. Sooner Kirsten's got something to come out and something to prove. I definitely have something to prove. Need to beat Joe Piscopo. Need to regain my uh, regain the championship form, or I'll say continue on getting to the championship form because we played very well the last three weeks. So I'm taking myself. We gonna get this dub. Next game of the day, ten o'clock slate. We got UNC versus Oklahoma State. Wow. Oklahoma State. Would I call it a must win for Oklahoma State? Yes. 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 Um, Joe Pip, out. Wow. They only have seven or six. Liam Knowles is playing for them. Wow. Wow. Mm. Um, I think, like I said, this is an absolute must win for Oklahoma State. I said last week was, and I'm going to say it again this week. Who's playing quarterback? Augie is definitely playing quarterback. They uh, Oh, they switched it. I thought Justin was playing I thought Justin was playing quarterback too, but I think they had a little That's bit of... They had a, they, they had a blowout. <laughs> they had a blowout in, the, blow in our chat. They were going at each other, actually. I got beat. Yeah, you did. That. You did. You did. Uh, you were the mediator of the conversation. I beat and Justin and Augie were going at each other a little bit. I feel like it was good for them. They came good. to the... We went, we, a bunch of us went to the field yesterday. The three of them were all there. Augie was getting some throws in with his guys. Um, they're did definitely they, back... Did they continue it there? What? Did they continue? No, no, no. The spirits were high. Spirits were high at the practice. Um, I think that they are definitely the 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 notion that they are not caring or not trying is definitely gone. They are definitely bought in and game planning and looking like they're like. Oh, I'd be guaranteed to win this week in the group chat. Tired of losing. I mean, when you're when you've lost two games, when you're IB and you're just saying you lost two or three games over the last four seasons. you lose four games in your first five of a new season, you're thinking to yourself, what the hell, what the hell is this? Frustration. Yeah, season. and like, listen, I think the one thing for Oklahoma State they're going to have to not do is if they do go down early, don't fucking yell at each other. Mm. Just, like, they get on each other. I think they're very quick to get on each other and kind of, 
uh, blame game. You're not blocking. You're not making the flag or blah, blah, blah. Stay with each other. Compete as a team. And win or lose as a team. Don't go Bro, out there playing an individual that, sport. Heads up. Like, you guys literally hang your heads off of you, anything. Were they, they were winning this at the beginning of the game against Rutgers this week. They were right? winning they the majority the, of the game. They took the lead and then... They let up a touchdown to tie the game at early in the game. Yeah. And I see people pointing fingers and head down. I'm like, bro, like, like just next next play. I think What's going on? Next here? play like, mentality is so huge for like Oklahoma upset. State. I think it, next play mentality is going to be the key to the game for Oklahoma State. Can they, they know their offense. They know their offense can score points. They know I was going to say they know their defense can get stops. Yeah, say, yeah you don't know that. You no, don't I don't. That. And it, no, Surov, listen, Surov, you know Surov's going to come in very prepared. So if they don't come in as prepared as Surov, they're going to get smoked. That's how it goes. Sharoff's team is one of the best teams in the league. They have one of the best lines in the league on both sides. Um, the matchup between Pat and Portuna versus um, Joe Melozzi is the absolute star matchup of the week. Um, they, those are two linemen that are ready to absolutely get after it. Um, they've been a lot of shit talking on the Instagram, uh, posting funny pictures of each other on their Instagram stories. Um <laughs> I'm expecting an absolute battle in the trenches between the two of them. Leota also. Spotlight matchup. Spotlight matchup. I hope I hope there's a play where everyone just stops and we just watch them go at each other for a little bit. <laughs> um, for UNC, I think as long as Sarov continues what they're doing and they continue playing that phenomenal defense that they've been playing all season, they're going to put themselves in a really good position to win the game. Um, I think use Liam the way you use Joe Pip. He's just as good of a flag puller. He's basically just as good as a receiver. Um, you have Stulek. You get uh, Steve Bowen back this week. You have your full line. I know Joe DeMeo is probably going to be a little more. So who's missing? I have no idea. Uh, maybe they are missing someone that I don't recall they're missing. That's what I mean. Yeah, you just named out their whole offense. Yeah, so someone's like, obviously missing because he told me they only had seven. So so is it their three last-round picks? Joe Pip, got... Is it Joe Pip in their two last-round picks, yeah, maybe? Yeah, that's what I'm Very possible. Um Good for them. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, <laughs> they get uh, they get a sub for Pep. Um, I don't even know who the two last yeah. round picks are. Well, guess what? Well, guess what? We're running the subs after this year. No <laughs> more. I, I went off in the captain shot today. Um, you missed it because you were being a working man. You were being a grown up <laughs> working today. Missing the chat. Um, no, I like I like both these teams. I'm taking UNC. They're the better team. Yeah, I do not take UNC at this point. I mean, I I took you them. said this the best are off team ever. And Mikey said OSU stinks. You, okay. sh- I mean, you're taking UNC, correct? <laughs> you just said they stink. Oklahoma. You said they stink. He called that IB guaranteed a victory in the group chat, and Mikey called that IB again. Uh, for the I told IB that he sucks like yesterday, so there's <laughs> no way that he's losing now. He was so mad. Him and Justin both mad. Justin, while being mad at IB, I tell IB he sucks, and Justin got mad. While he was continuing to tell IB that he sucks. So I have confidence that they're going to come out here and at least cover plus three and a half. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, no, no. No, I'm giving them money line for sure. I I'm expect it to be close game mean? just because I, like, I think one of the big things is Justin definitely doesn't want to lose this or off. Listen, dude, I pick them every week and I'm one and four too because yeah. I've been picking them every week. Yeah. So unofficially, unofficially. I've been picking them every week too. I gotta yeah. keep riding with them. Um, yeah, I'm taking UNC. Who are you taking, Tommy? I'm taking OSU. Ooh, OSU. What is your reasoning? They're too good. Uh, I, I know. But are they? I know they haven't played the well. Players. I think oh, he's gonna have a big game. He, he, it's a statement game. He's got to go out and. And prove that you know he could beat one of the te- the elite teams in the league, and they're very capable of doing so. They need this game if they're going to make any kind of playoff run. Yeah, you know they, they got their backs to the wall. Hungry if, dog, if, oh, if hungry, hungry dog, dog runs fast. fast, if they win this game, they're all the way back. 
Yeah, if they win this game, then then they're going to be a scary. All the way back. They're going to be a scary middle to late and, seed and I, that you I, don't want to see in the first round. Of the I owe Augie a, a vote of confidence because uh, he thought I was blessing him last pod that we that I was on. I wasn't blaming him. I was just saying, you know, he's playing injured. Yeah. So he definitely is playing I, a little hobbled. I would, I would never, I would never put the blame on. I think uh, no, he's, I think Augie's played play. well. I think Augie's yeah. played well this Listen, season. Yeah, I was just gonna say, I think Augie's been playing well, but I think that. Um, as he's been playing well, I don't think that he's been as much of a leader as he once was. And like mm-hmm. this is a this is a championship caliber quarterback. Like he's been to the chip, right? Like he yeah, lost, went to the chip first year chip yeah. as Arizona State. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Like he's a he's a chip caliber quarterback and a chip caliber leader. And so is IB, and so is Justin, and none of them are taking the leadership. Pull, pull out all the stops really this week. Really, all it is. Sorry. I think yeah. that if you guys just voice your opinions and just be leaders instead of pointing fingers and calling other people out, I think that if you guys just carry yourselves how you know that you should carry yourselves, you should go out there and handle business. Justin and IB used to be the standard of the league. If y'all want to get back to what you guys were doing, you two need to go be the standard. Mm. Go set the standard again. Um, be the dominant playmakers on both sides of the ball that we know you all three of you. I'm gonna I'll throw Augie in there that all three of you are capable of being. Um, they're probably uh, maybe they'll switch up their defense a little this week. Maybe get some different looks. I think I would like you said or maybe you just said it. Pull out all the stops. Anything you got in your playbook? Anything. You got trick go, plays. You got trick plays. Go run them because your offense. Um, not the offense. The offense has been playing well, but I think at times it could get, it has got it got a little stagnant against Rutgers. He punted once or twice. Um, so as long as all he keeps to get getting the ball to his top two guys and other guys are just playing their roles, blocking when they need to, I want to see the linemen on that team staying and block more. Leota does a very good job of it. You see Melozzi downfield a little bit sometimes. So I like for everyone to just play within their role on the team. And I think that you could come out on top in this game, but I'm taking UNC. You're taking UNC. You're taking Oklahoma State, Mikey, and Tommy's taking Oklahoma State. Next 10 o'clock game, we got Michigan Coming off a big win versus SCLSU, getting back to full strength this week. Yes. Getting back to full strength this week after a big loss. Um, Mikey, talk to us about the matchup a little bit. I mean, what do you really want me to say? I have confidence in my team. I uh, We faulted this past week without Damian, and I mean, that's no excuse. I think that we still played well, and we faced a really good team, and you guys just were better than us at the end of the day. Um Came down to a 17-second drive that sealed the game. So yeah. I mean, again, Nothing 25 points. That. 25 points is the most things that I mean, the most points that we've let up in a while. And um, if you go back and check the stats, if I, I've corrected myself because I said when we have Damien, we haven't let up more than three touchdowns. When mm-hmm. we have Damien, Damien has been on the field and let up no more than two touchdowns in a full game. So I have all the confidence in the world in my team when I have Damien on the field. So. And that's not a knock to anybody else on my team. Yeah, no, no, no. It's just Damien's an yeah. absolute playmaker, back-to-back. Demon's player led two years ago. Trench's award winner last year. One of the best players in the league. Um, I don't want to give away your game plan, obviously, but... I'm excited to play Rags. I'm definitely excited. What do you... What's the, now I want to say what the game plan is, but you're playing against Pauly. You just had Mike go for three touchdowns against y'all, so I think something needs to change a little bit. That's fine. Bit. I'm not worried about that. I think that if you guys played our real defense, you would be. It would have been a much different game. Fair I think enough. that you were going against DJ Brown and Dan Dexter, who are not built into my system, and they don't. They weren't following the disciplines. Love you guys. Thanks for playing for me, but you're not doing it ever again. Um, <laughs> we'll find new subjects. <laughs> yeah, I'll find new subs. <clears throat> Dan Dexter, you played great, but I, I, I might bring you back. But um, uh, 
Yeah, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna have my full team there. I have full confidence in them in any part. Um, mm-hmm. I have a lot of confidence in Slick and TJ, and I put a lot of the defense into their hands. You okay. know, so um, I was talking to them today. We were game planning. I um, I don't see how we could do much of a different game plan for anything, um, honestly, because if you bring pressure, that's really the difference against Michigan. Mm-hmm. If you can get pressure on Tommy, then you, Tommy's not in the backfield for eight seconds waiting for Paulie to find the soft spot and get the bomb. Yeah. If we don't pull his flag and he's in the backfield for eight seconds, that's when we're going to lose the game. 100%. You know? So that's the game plan. The game plan is to get pressure on Tommy, and the game plan is not a secret. Yeah. You know, like my game plan is not, I haven't, I haven't even looked at my offense yet. I haven't looked at about a thing that I'm doing on offense yet. My game plan is defense. We have to watch and see what they're doing. They're the most high-powered offense probably in Bear Down history outside of IB and Justin's uh, Falcons team. Mm-hmm. Like, So that's really all I have to worry about. Um, if we get pressure on Tommy, last yeah. year Damian had nine sacks against Tommy. Yeah. yeah. So I can imagine right now Tommy is still dreaming, having bad nightmares yeah. about Damian. Damian has been rent-free. He hasn't paid rent. Actually, Tommy's been paying him for the goddamn rent. Oh, so Jesus. You better hear this podcast, and you better be dreaming about it, Tommy, because Damian's coming after you. Paul's coming after you. Spoh's coming after you. Guess what? You're going to get sacked six times, and you guys are going to get blown out. <laughs> All right, well, that's the champ talking his shit. Um, I think if Michigan's going to win, they definitely need to have a game plan to uh, neutralize, I'll say, and contain what Damian is able to do on the D-line. Um, if you get these defensive linemen on SCLSU and one-on-ones, it's, it, it could be a long day for your line. I like the linemen on Michigan. I think it's going to be a really good battle in the trenches. Um, pretty even matchup, I feel like, on both sides. Um, some good blockers and some good defensive linemen. I think the real thing is going to be if you guys are able to contain Paulie and not allow him to make those huge plays, can Giuseppe step up? Can um, Remy step up and make plays for them? Because that's what's going to be needed uh, down the stretch as teams centralize their game plans around stopping or containing what Paul is able to do. Um, I've picked Michigan almost every week, I think, yeah. outside of my game, and I think I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to pick Michigan. I They say defense wins championships, and your defense could come out there and absolutely neutralize this offense. And if they do, if you go out there and do that, I'm not going to sit there with my jaw dropped because you guys are a championship-level defense. You're not? <laughs> a team that hasn't put up less than not jaw dropped. No, I won't be jaw dropped. You guys are good. You guys have good athletes all over the field. You guys have seven really good athletes that can play all at the same time. So I think that um, as long as you guys are, I think as long as you guys are able to force Tommy to have six, seven, eight play drives instead of the three play drive where they just throw the ball over the top. I think you guys put yourselves in a good position to win. If you're Tommy and you're Michigan, just keep doing what you're doing because it's fucking working. Um, I got Mikey. Michigan. You're going Mikey. You're yeah, I got Mikey. With yourself, Tommy. I'm going with Mikey. Nice. My, uh, minus uh, Carmona. Cardona. Cardona. They got a lineman replacement, but he's Ed, not what Cardona Ed, is. Ed Damian, and that you know that that spells trouble. Yeah, no, I would have loved to see the Cardona Damian matchup in the, uh, on the in the trenches. It would have been a good matchup. I that feel like. Have been the matchup. Don't worry. Oh well, yeah. I mean, I I I. I not everyone. I, who's not everyone's as smart as you I to think, put your best guy in their worst guy. Who's their line? Tommy, you want to know my game plan? Guess what? Damien's rushing against your worst lineman. Whoever it is, know you know the game plan. It's gonna happen. You play. You, you can change sec- your lineman around. Guess what? I can. You're playing secondary, right? Yeah, he plays yeah, a middle yeah. linebacker. Best middle linebacker so, in the league. Are yeah. you playing D line? Justin's pretty good. at No, I thought that was who's matching up against Paul. Um, we got Slick and TJ up top, and that's what's gonna happen. Gonna have to make plays. Slick's a, I, Slick I like a to see your size back there with him too, because he could. Hey, I told TJ he gets one. I haven't seen TJ be mossed. 
I've never seen TJ get mossed. So until he gets mossed, I'm gonna. Yeah, I agree. He's one of the best. And I told him if you get mossed once, that is fine. We are all expecting Paulie to go out there and moss somebody. I even told him, don't be shocked if Paulie goes up and mosses me. Like, it might happen. You know, like, he is that kind of player. It's fine. But we are, we're a championship mentality team. Like, we get mossed and we get back on our feet and we go and make the next play. Like, and the head stays up. And that's it. And, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to hide a game plan. I'm not, I don't have any secrets to my game plan. Go watch film and you're going to see my team. My team is, is, Clear cut as it comes. Like if you watch film, you know my team. Yeah. I don't switch anything up. You guys can watch film all you want. Like you, you just got to go out there and stop it. You are a bunch Simple of dogs. One more thing. Simple I think anytime uh, players made a guest appearance, they have never lost following. Really? I, 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 I wouldn't know this. I would never know this. Stat. I think that's that. incorrect. I think I broke that streak this year because I lost to UNC after I blew out Rutgers by thirty-five. <laughs> Oh, we did the pod, yes. Yeah, you made yep. me do it. Um, I did, I did, like I did. All right, like so that. I'm the only one on Michigan for the second straight week. All three of you are on SCLSU. Last slate of the day, 11 o'clock slate. Uh, let's start with Iowa versus Boston College. Hopefully Trevor Garland back this week, I believe. Iowa playing without four players. Has Suroff playing quarterback and has Bowen playing for Zach Bilheimer on defense. Um, that is how the game is going to be played. TJ's giving me eyes, but don't just yeah, just don't even ask questions. I just don't <laughs> ask questions. Um, Boston College, got to get back on track. This is definitely a I'm not gonna call it a must win, but the offense last time Trevor was out there only scored six points. You played with three different quarterbacks this four different quarterbacks in five games this year. Um, Jesus Christ, two and three record, much better talented team than your record shows. I need to see the Boston College team that I saw. A post-draft. I need to see an energized team. I need to see a team that comes out there and gets off to a hot start. Um, another team that get can't get down on yourselves, don't get down on the quarterback if you go down early. Trevor is a guy who can lead your team to a lot of points. Um, I hope Trevor is healthy. I hope he's able to use his legs a little bit, even if it's not to run the ball, just to be able to move the pocket, escape pressure, allow your guys to make plays down the field. Um, you know the deep shot is coming. Trevor loves to throw the deep ball. He's got three guys that are able to go out there and get it, and Aliva, TJ Brown, and Will Saba. Um, I hope they come in with a game plan that they're ready to go because this is a game that I think they, with, um, I know Sarov might be a little bit better of a quarterback than Sam Allen, but playing with a new team, it's not it's not the easiest thing. You're coming in cold to a new team. Sarov would have just also played a crazy game prior to this, so he'll be, I assume he'll be very tired, or in some ways he's playing, he'll play both ways for his squad. Um, I think this is a game where if you're Boston College, you got to look at this game and say you got to get this one. You have to get this one done. You have to show up. You have to be ready to go. Get there early. Get a good warm up in. I've seen a lot more teams fully getting there like 30, 45 minutes before and like just going through the motions of plays, getting throws in, getting ready to go as um, as the season has worn on. It's no secret that. Iowa is playing without a quarterback and needs to be able to manufacture offense and probably keep this game lower scoring with a new quarterback playing. Iowa has a good defense. I think they pull flags pretty well. Um, I guess the key for the game for Iowa is to keep it low scoring, and the key for the game for Boston College is kind of get this game up in the high 20s, low 30s, because your offense is more than capable of doing that, um, and get Michael Lever the ball. Let him go make plays and put Will Saba in the middle and let him just make every flag grab because he's your best flag grabber on your team. And you got to put your guys in the best positions to maximize their talent. I guess with all of that being said... I have to take Boston College. You're taking Boston College? Yeah, I can't take... I know Soroff is great, but 
playing with a bunch of guys for the first time, I can't take you there. I know we have a, we definitely have a um, a trend on this podcast. If the quarterback situation is a little wonky, I feel, I feel, anyway. and I feel I feel we and I feel we lose on that. We do, we do, <laughs> but I but I also think it's the right pick every time. Yeah. Um, I'm all staying Boston College. I think they're a little bit of a hungrier dog in this game, even though both teams are two and three. Um, I think without your leader there and Sam Allen, it kind of just not that it hampers the team's energy, but it's a different vibe. It, it's a different vibe um, when your captain's out there, Sam Allen calling plays, letting guys. Uh, be MVPs in their role. I am taking Boston College. I think Trevor Garland's going to light it up as long as he's a little healthy. Who was Iowa missing? Zach Bilheimer for the season. Um, Zach Bilheimer for the season. Sam Allen not playing. And two others. I don't know who left. But mid-level guys. I want to see Stevie maybe. Okay. Alignment is definitely missing for them. Okay. And one other skill guy. Um, that being said, I will take... Nah, I love Soro. Give me Iowa. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Iowa's a good team. And now uh, we getting Trevor Garland, the the you know the healthy Trevor Garland. We don't just know. We don't know. What we're marks all we have around. no idea what we're no saying. Idea. We know you were getting uh, in the pocket, not moving. Uh, I just love the offensive line for Boston College. They're able to keep him uh, protected for the most part. But if he's not yeah, healthy uh, and not he's not healthy and not moving around, then Soro's pissed that he, lo- he loses to Mikey, so he comes in and wins this game. Okay. No, sir, I'm game. sorry. Listen, uh, it's you. Oh, it's you. you. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right. So you guys start going one on one on the day. Um, I got Boston College. All right. Last game of the day to round out the game, we got Oaksterdam four and one against Rutgers three and two. Rutgers told me that they do not want me to ever pick them to win on the podcast. <laughs> they like being underdogs. They like being doubted by everybody. They asked me. I heard it about seven times. Don't pick us. Don't pick us. Don't pick us. Um, quickly it. about this game. Uh, Oaksterdam, like I said before, I don't think they've looked that good. I think they're vulnerable. I think that Jarok is the engine that kind of keeps them going with his legs. He ran, I think, 16 for like 160 or 170 last week. Um, if he throws four interceptions in this game against Rutgers, he's not going to win because Rutgers does a very good job of not turning the ball over. They, um, they're one of those teams that they'll they need 10 yards. For four plays, ten yards, they'll get three. They'll get three yards each play and grind out, uh, grind out those ten yards. Um, they like to control the ball. They're not a big play offense. They like to use their offensive line to their advantage, or their beefy offensive line. If uh, if Chris Hunter, Santiago, or Red, if none of the, if if none of those guys are there, it could be a long day for the defensive line of Oaksterdam, which could. Um, open up more things for the Rutgers offense. I said Abdul's been playing very well. Um, this season so far, I think he needs to continue that trend. Not to get, uh, don't get too cocky. Stay humble in your abilities. Um, get rid of the ball fast. Bickford, I want to see him get more involved. Um, he's been low volume guy. Makes it has made some big plays, but it hasn't been like uh, a consistent like a seven catch for like eighty five yards and two touchdowns type of game. I think we could see something like that in this one. Um, Hey, this kid was a running back in high school. Oh, very, was, oh he's running back? Like oh, a very, I don't know a why very good receiver. You know, no, he was a very... And, and he was a very good one. So, like, give this kid a screen. Give this kid the ball in space. Give him jet sweeps. Just get the ball in his hands mm-hmm. and let him go make cuts on these people. Like, he'll he'll really dice some people yeah, up. Yeah, especially on, the field. on a like, turf. Yeah. Kidding. No, 100%. He's, one of the, he's a dominant athlete, I think. Um, so, in like, a, in yeah, he's offense. going up and getting the ball with people, but he's not a go yeah, up and get the that's ball. That's not even his of, role. That's not his role, you know? So, like, get him the ball in space and let him do his work. Yeah, I think not nothing away from Abdul, but they're a low-volume passing offense. So I think if we saw Bigford playing with like uh, a me or like a Tommy Galante, I think you'd be seeing big, really big things out of Bigford. Um, 
I do think Abdul's going to get him the ball more. I think he realizes that him and him and Noel have been very good for him. Noel Santiago's been a, um, a a very good player for them. He's made some big plays for them. He's had he has four touchdowns, leads the team. Um, no, Santiago. Yeah, you know he's you know he's been solid. He's, he's been also very, a good wrestler back in the day. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, there you go, Mikey. A little, uh, little know, shout out. To, uh, yeah. Um, so no, so it means he's. I didn't know how good of an athlete, but you're playing. If you're a wrestler, then you got to yes. be a solid athlete. Um, think the key to Rutgers is like I said, don't turn the ball over, and um, just make sure that the offense is moving and taking time off the clock. Keep Jarok's offense off the field. The less times you have to pull Jarok's flag when he's running the ball, the better for your team. Jarok is going to look to run and kind of expose maybe a lot of new kids like playing five football. Still, you guys are still new to the league, regardless if you're four or five games in. You're still rookies in our league, and Jarok is definitely going to look to take advantage of that. Um, stay disciplined. Um, and I think there's a chance you can come out on top. I'm going to ride with Oaksterdam. Yeah. I feel like it's a tough game to pick. It is a tough game to pick. I like. I think Rutgers can go out there and win this game. I think they're capable. Can they're going to be. Something? Wait, actually, I lied. I'm not taking Oaksterdam. I'm taking Rutgers. They're going to be way more prepared. Gerard does not prepare for these games. He shows up to the field and stretches for five minutes and he's ready to go. I'm taking Rutgers. It's probably going to piss off Gerard. I'm probably going to get a text from him tomorrow around 3 o'clock when he finds out I picked against him. Um, and I'm taking Jarak. Who are you guys taking? I wanted to take. I mean, I'm taking Rutgers. I, 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 yeah, I, want, I wanted to take Jarak because you said that, you know a lot of new guys to flag football, but you said they're super prepared, and I just can't see Jarak. Yeah, they watch He's more not gonna film. Change his ways. But with that being said, I'm gonna take Jarak. All right. Um, I'm a big fan of Abdul. Honestly, I, I like I said, I, I think that he's, he's confident too. I think he's been playing well. Yeah. You know what, the one thing I will say, though, I think he needs to be a little bit more confident in when he decides to tuck and run. Like, okay. like don't be tiptoeing around. Like, you saw what you did once you got the edge and you started getting in full speed, that 45-yard run. Nobody's catching you, mm -hmm. dude. Like, you're fast. Good athlete. Put your head down and run. Sometimes you don't need to make cuts. That's the only thing I would say. But okay. with that, I'm still taking Rutgers. Who are you taking? This is a perfect game for, for Rutgers. It seems like it's, you know, they, they swarm to the ball. They pull flags well. Uh, they can force a quarterback to throw the ball and beat them with, the, with his arm, not with his legs. And you know, what I, I, I and I know they've been playing well and, and they study film and they're students of the game. What I haven't seen yet is sustained drives from from Rutgers, from mm -hmm. Abdul. I know he's playing better. Uh, last time I talked to him, he told me he's going to decide to run more, and that's fine. That's part of your game. That's fine. But when it comes down to sometimes you got to you know. Use your arm to beat teams, and I just don't see the sustained drives just yet. I'm not saying they're a bad team. Uh, I'm just gonna go with the experience here. I'm gonna go with Jarak. All right, so we got two people on Jarak, two people. Me and Mike here are on Rutgers. The Savaros are on Oaksterdam. Um, I guess I'll sign us off. That will do it for the podcast. Make sure you subscribe on all platforms uh, that we are on. You subscribe to the YouTube. We didn't get that many new subscribers, and I got at least forty-five of you new to the league. Yeah, so facts. Get on that YouTube. Get our subscribers by like two something. Get us up to two fifty. That's what we should be around right now with the players that are in the league, new players. In the Listen, league. if you're watching film and you're not subscribed, you're just an yeah, asshole. Yeah, you're just being yeah, an, an asshole. It's not that easy. Click the button and subscribe. It's not that hard. Um, they very excited for another week of Bear Down. Um. Lombardi, 9 a.m. I will be there ready to go. Um, we'll catch you there. Peace. Peace.